Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 12, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Uh, download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our locker rooms at Locker Room, changing the way that we talk sports. Uh, we've got a really fun episode for you guys today. We are going to look back at the greatest moment of the Red Wings season. There is no structure to this. We have a giant list, moments big, moments small, medium moments, medium sized moments. Uh, we got them all. So we're going to kind of run through them. It's going to be a ton of fun. We were going to do the best and worst moments, but there were so many good moments, uh, believe it or not, that we decided to save the fun, most comically bad moments uh, for another episode. Although I'm sure they'll come up from time to time in today's episode. I am Detroit sports editor Noel Bianchi with me today, as always, long time Red Wings fan and a kidney stone survivor, Ethan Smith. Ethan, what's going on? How's it going? Hello. Thank you for having me. And we also have our friend Scotty Bentley, host of the Bentley Show, Detroit Sports Encyclopedia, and co-host here at Lockdown Red Wings. What's going on, Scotty? We got the whole Hello. crew back today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Scott, what the hell? <laughs> you're, my, you're my energy man. You're my hype man. You're the, you're the human Wisconsin jump around. Shout out, producer Brian. Shout out, producer Brian. All right. Uh, that was a really disappointing way to begin this off. Uh, Only for one person, if you've noticed. Oh, God. What's interesting about this is that, like, there were, there were a lot of good moments from this season. I kind of touched on that in the open there. But uh, little moments, even in losses, I'm finding stuck out to me as we were kind of going through this. And, like, if you just go, like, player by player – there are some pretty memorable things to come out of this year. Uh, we're not going to get into like analysis. We are literally here to have fun today to remember the good times uh, like going, going uh, like end of the year video, essentially, you know, the championship DVD, yeah. but, for, but for a non-championship team. With I hope you had the time of your life playing in the background. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the uh, end of camp, like the so, last day of summer camp. That's what we're like going the, for. Like my heart will go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all on the same page. We got the same vibes going on. Yeah. I think it would, we would be remiss if we did not lead off with, um, I don't know if this is the most memorable. It I don't know if it's the podcast. best. I think it was too, because it will it will live on yeah. infamy through this it podcast. Will. The Gagne game, Sam Gagne, Gagne scores his first hat trick in like a decade. Uh, scores the first hat trick since Anthony Manta had four goals on opening night to kick off the 1920 season. Uh, just an absolutely preposterous game that the Red Wings had no business winning or even being in against the Nashville Predators, and uh, they they got abundantly lucky. I think Adam Ernie had a goal that shouldn't have been a goal because there was like a trip right before it or something. There was a lot that went into this game, but I will never forget. Ethan just railroading against Sam Gagne like two, like a day or maybe even the day of this game happening and just it being the best night ever. Incredible. You know, like, I don't want to, 
like I don't want to hate on the guy just to like yeah it, it was just such an such a ridiculous night and my brain couldn't compute what was going on or it just it didn't want to compute what happened and we were just in such a bad place as a team already and it was just like all right you guys were all so happy that he had a hat trick and how cool it was and i, I was, think it was still, cool like, i thought it was funny <laughs> it was it was funny it like i my i was just more of like a why is this why is this happening <laughs> Cause I, I was used to like, I, we were really bad at the time and it was just, okay, this cool thing happened and I, I'm come, I'm with it. I'm totally fine with it. That's great. But you guys were like, this is just amazing. Wait, what? And I'm like, guys, you don't understand. It don't make a difference. No. But yeah. Of, of course it doesn't make a difference. That's what makes a difference. That's what makes it a difference. That's what made it amazing. Heading into that game. They were uh, in in the games leading up to that. They were three eleven and three. Uh, they went like two and two to start the season, but like in that stretch right before it, they were coming off a three eleven and three stretch. So like this was a not only was it a, a very welcome win, it was a win that honestly they kind of desperately needed, and uh, things were really starting to go south there for a second. And the Sam Gagne game brought this fan base brought me brought scotty back from the dead uh in in many many senses also the goals were just <laughs> like like they weren't even like they weren't they even weren't like oh enough. like what a snipe it was i like think that was the game behind the goalie just like backhanded from the crease like it was just absolutely ridiculous that was a game pekka renee was awful uh yes yeah well and... gagne got a hat trick so yeah. yes that's, uh... that's yes <laughs> that's typical i remember i remember after he scored the second one i was just like i guarantee you that's that third one and well, it was an empty as, i remember i remember log i remember joining the zoom chat and you guys were all like jazzed up and i just remember like me being in a foul mode and i just sat down <laughs> yeah, of course you were and i was like, like what why are you guys i don't understand that why would you about? be in a foul mood about something like that happening you're just uh like that's that's just your nature you hate when people are enjoying it <laughs> You know, it's not, you know, I think it's the way my brain works. I think my mind is just so forward thinking with the Red Wings and like where we're going to be in two, three years. And I'm like, two we're on a, whatever you said, like a, a three and 11 stretch. And I'm just like, none of this even matters. And then I log on and check. You guys are like, that was amazing. I can't believe what just happened. Oh my God. And I'm just like, would you guys. We turned into Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So would, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you guys were like. And I was like, would you guys just shut up? Because Sam, it's Sam Gagne. It's not like Dylan Larkin scored a hat trick. No, it's like a 34-year-old man. Correct? Gagne game. Whatever. He's Gagne just too forward-thinking for us, Scott. When he was on just too forward-thinking and too, too progressive, you know? Yeah. Gagne game. Uh, Gagne game number all one. All right. Who wants to uh, give us our next one? Somebody pick one. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, the, like – Honestly, the I really liked the first game back. I was telling Nolan about it before we got on air. Like the first game, we we hadn't played hockey in what nine months, eight months, nine months. Like, um, and then like Larkin had just been announced captain the day before. Um, that was honestly probably the most like 
I don't know, most I wanted to win a game, like all season, probably the most excited I was like actively throughout the game all year was probably yeah. that, that first game back just because, um, just because we had gone so long without it and, and everything. So that was, and and again, seeing Larkin with the C and everything. Um, I'm glad they made an actual announcement too. I was kind of half worried that they were just going to, like he was just going to walk out on the ice one day and just have it. And we were going to be like, Oh my gosh. So I'm glad they like actually did like a thing um, as like corny as it was. And how uninterested Larkin thought it was, but um, I, I, the first game back was, uh, was definitely in there for me just because that was, that was, you know, for one night I can just be like, be naive and just be like, Oh, we're back. Like it's everything's fine, whatever. And then like the second game, that's when reality hits. But like for one game, I was able to, be just naive and be happy that we were back. Yeah. The, sorry, go on. Go ahead. I was just going to say the unfortunate thing was they got outshot 41 to 14 or 41 new. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's see. It got ugly quick. 43 to 14. Uh, Did we lose? But, yeah, they lost yeah. Uh, three nothing. Um, yeah. That game, yeah. though, and also like just as a, a little side note, that game features my favorite photo of the season which is like Mark Stahl. I don't know if he was like catching a one-time pass or something like that, but he's just like, there's a photo that I found. He's just in the middle of the shot, full flex on the stick. Um, it would have been so sick, but the, the puck is three inches to the left of his blade. <laughs> he's just completely whiffing it. So um, like my memories before that was like, it was, it's like Steve's first full, like foyer foyer into like this is my team and he's brought in multiple multiple new players and it was like the start of i know this is more of it was one two-year deals but it was the start of his era with this team and that was really something that i know a lot of people were looking forward to seeing and even the names he brought in like we want stetcher to be here a long time Mm -hmm. i wanted merrill to be here a long time like you guys want Bobby Ryan to be here a long time. Do you guys want Sam Gagne to be here a long, long time? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, it depends if he's putting up hat tricks at a clip that he. I'm gonna go with no. I'm good on that. Put Sam Gagne with. I mean, uh, you have to think he was he was on pace for two hat tricks a year over an 82 game season. Fair so enough. You fair enough. About it like that. <laughs> fair enough. Put him with Lucas Raymond and Zadina next year to see what happens. Right. <laughs> I yeah. agree. Um, I guess those are my takeaways from that, though. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead and uh, go ahead and pick the next one. Okay. Okay. Um, I think mine's a little bit like mine's a little bit more recent. Um, it was one that I had picked out right away. It was the seven. It was to end the seventeen-game losing streak in Tampa Bay. Mm. Yeah. where we had won five to one. And by this point, I guess I had embraced the ridiculousness of our wins um, because we had 18 shots on net and we scored three goals in two minutes and 53 seconds or 35 against Tampa Bay. We won five to one and every single goal in the second period was from players you would never expect them from. And it was Valtteri Philpilla who shot the puck for once, Michael Rasmussen, and Mark Stahl. Anytime my... Mark Stahl scored, it was, it was, it was yeah, Nolan's that, that player. Was it was moment. Nolan's moment of the week. 
Yeah. Literally any time yeah. he scored, it was, well, there's 100%. the bump of the week. It was so funny. It was like, because it was like, not only is it like hot, it, it's the Gagne game, but compounded because then like you, you think about it from the other team's perspective and you're like, you just got scored on by Mark Stahl, sucky Carolina, you know, like that, that type of stuff. Um, just fantastic. You know, that was a, one, that was, that was a great game against Tampa. One thing that we can definitely think of is the fact that if Mark Stahl is the joke of our defense group, like in the last 10 years, it was always Jonathan Erickson and there was never anything to good, anything good to say about him. And now we have Mark Stahl to wreck him, and he did a great job this year. I agree. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's more of just like, we need somebody to make fun of in that group, but we don't have one. And the fact that Mark <laughs> Stahl is the one that we have to make fun of just because he's Mark Stahl, I guess, but like he, he played great this year in his own end yeah. and he's contributed goals. He was one consistent defenseman. Like he was great this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will go for the my next one. Uh, that time Matthias Brome hit the crossbar against Carolina. It was also it was the same game as first game back. Uh, I'm pretty sure, right? It was in the opener. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, was I literally tweeted. I literally tweeted. All right, I'm sold on Matthias Brome. And then he, I think he uh, he scored, but it wasn't pretty. <laughs> I famously was a big Brome fan. You were and, a big uh, Brome fan. You joined yes. us for our, uh, this is before you actually joined the pod. You came on for a little bit of a season preview episode. And that was one of your bold predictions. Was that <laughs> I remember my, I don't remember that one. I remember Mantha point a game, which uh, clearly. <laughs> You're not wrong. Just when he's in Washington. Wrong yeah. Place. Once he got traded, that became true. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, Everybody thought M- Matias Brome was going to be the next Damian Bruner. I and did. Then pro- and then he promptly got nine minutes a night. Wait, hold on. I didn't until he played 20 minutes until he played 20 games this whole year. I didn't. And now he's, he was... he's probably gone. I didn't think he was going to be Damian Bruner. I just think Damian Bruner, like the idea of him is very funny. And so I wanted him to be the next Damian Bruner, you know, <clears throat> Damian Bruner. Like I will never forget that man. He holds such a special place in my heart. Like the, they were, I will never forget on opening night, they had those like uh, traffic sticks, you know, the ones that like you hold in your hands and like they were giving those out at playoff time and like lighting up the arena with it. And then in the first game, he was like, yo, I really hope that they do that because I saw it on TV and it was so sick. And then they did it for his first game and he was like amazed. And I've been a Damian Brunner fan ever since. <laughs> I also think his decline is kind of low key funny. Um but that's another point. We got to talk to the folks about Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, uh, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is a perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like yourself on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big rumors or news. You can even find the Lockdown hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. We'll be planning a locker room uh, relatively shortly in the future, so be sure to get started, and we'll meet you there. Go download the free locker room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest news uh, and updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to find you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know 
once the Lockdown Red Wings room is going live again. So download the Locker Room app today. That Locker Room changing the way that we talk sports. Also got to talk to the folks today about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. And did you know that they have nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? Huh? Tell me more. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. And if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. I run through them on an almost daily basis. But right now, I'm obsessed with the salted caramel. There's something for everybody. They got raspberry. They got coconut almond. Uh, Whatever your bag is, they got something for you. Uh, If you haven't tried all the flavors, something that I would personally recommend doing uh, is getting a mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. They send uh, these to me, Ethan, and Scotty every so often. And it's like the best day of my month every single month. Um, I know that I'm just going to be getting great protein throughout the month. I know that each one that I try is going to be delicious. Uh, People are always like, hey, what do you got in there? And I'm like, stop it. I only have two of each flavor. That's the thing that I say frequently. Uh, not only Bilt Bar is the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Most of the flavors only have 17 grams or have 17 grams of protein with only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. Uh, so go to BiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. This is uh, Bertuzzi looking at Setaguchi across the ice and your dead seems to be what uh, he's mouthing. All right, boys, segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I believe we're going to have Ted Colfin coming up later in the week for a TED Talk. Don't hold me to that. Um, sometimes not always the easiest thing to get a hold of Ted. You know, he's a busy man, uh, but a good man, and we're looking forward to having him on. We'll probably do like a season and review type stuff where we actually uh, talk about uh, a lot of these things in a lot more serious of a manner. Uh, always love having Ted on. So be sure to subscribe, and uh, the second those episodes go up, they will be ready and waiting for you. Download it in your inbox and ready for your morning commute. Let's get back to the moments. Uh, I went last, so Scotty, go ahead and uh, pick your next one. The uh, the the Svechnikov Cup Bowl, whatever the first one, obviously was the the big one. It happened what twice uh, that they were both on the roster and playing two, maybe even three times. But the very first one uh, was was very cool, and obviously, I, I think honestly, one of my favorite parts about that game was the fact that two Stall brothers were playing two, and no one gave a shit. It was like. It was like whatever, like and like it may, they played against each other before and stuff. So like, I get it, but it was just funny to me that that they're like, oh, the two brothers are playing, and then like two other brothers were playing, and it just like there was like, dude, we don't care, like we we really don't care. But the first one was definitely really cool. Well, Jordan Stahl gave the Red Wings COVID uh, in the first week of the season, so screw Is that him. confirmed. I don't know. He tested positive, and then like all those Red Wings did. <laughs> So oh, okay, confirmed yeah, by the did. Noli index. The Noli so not confirmed. Is not confirmed. What we're saying, but. Very speculatory, as a matter of fact. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Stahl does not conform to the uh, restrictions for COVID. He has been going out to bars and having fun, and now he's given the entire team COVID. Yep. This that Ridiculous. should have been a hot take we had early in the year. There you go. So funny how he's like the captain in Carolina, and like Eric Stahl is just a distant memory. Yeah. Wow. And then Mark is Mark. Oh, the turntable's yeah. turn. Yeah. But I mean, like Eric Stahl was that captain, and now Jordan Stahl is the one who's like played a thousand games, uh, crossed that barrier with them. Is like the old veteran captain. I don't know. Just funny. Um, Ethan, go My ahead. Turn. Yep. Can we can we talk about the time that the uh, was it the period horn went off three times 
before officials did absolutely anything about <laughs> it was like every single pause and play the horn went off to stop the clock and there must have been a glitch or something <laughs> and it went off three times like the first period then the officials like knocked on the glass were like hey are, are you guys pressing that <laughs> or are you new here because that's not how it works and they're like oh, i don't I, I have no idea what's going on i didn't we we're not pressing that button and you and then, it, and then it, it and got then it just, fixed. Well, no, not until after the first period. It went off right, right, every right. minute. I think it was the 13 second mark. Every minute on the minute until the end of the period. And then during the intermission, they got it fixed. It, it was absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It was, it, was, it was the exact type of like shenanigans that a Red Wings game needed. I don't need, I don't remember what happened in this game. I think I they were either. playing. I know they were playing Tampa, but I, do I don't know like because that that. It, we have we as a fan base just have horrible collective ADD because literally anything anytime anything happens that can distract us from like what's actually happening on the ice we're like ooh shiny you know like <laughs> it's, it's I love it the uh, Red Wings Twitter that game was was a uh, uh, yeah just yeah. wild wild west man that was that was like that might have been. The best Twitter night of the season. Yeah. Off the top yeah, of my yeah, head, yeah. That, that yeah, might have yeah. been That's the best, there. the best wings Twitter moment. And how Maroy's got a shout out from John Keating because he yes. was like, one, one of the users on Twitter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a big uh, one. That was a big one. The who, who, which one of you guys want to bring up the goal horn? And while we were talking about this. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you guys notice yes. that the goal horn? Between yeah, sucks. JLA and LCA, oh is yeah, entirely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I it sucks and too. Sad. I was gonna say like I can tell it's different, but I honestly like a recording. can't put my finger on it. It's like a recording of Joe Louis Arena's goal yeah. horn. That is the big. Yeah. That is like the clubhouse leading theory is that it's literally the a recording of the Joe's one. Yeah, it sucks. Which doesn't make any sense because you can find lots of high quality ones right on YouTube. Yeah. I just, I, it, I don't understand it. And people have been complaining about it for a very long time. I know yeah. it's what's something that's really crazy to do is like go back and watch a highlight from like the 2013 playoffs or like the 2008, 2009 playoffs, the 2008 playoffs and, and little Caesars arena were absolutely nuts. Like I, I honestly, I wish I would have realized how good we had. I was like, what, 14 or no, I was 15. 2012 i would have been 15 so like when they won their cups i was still kind of young and like i just didn't appreciate how awesome that was like i don't know just like it just the, the gwen stefani after darren helm scored that goal against chicago like they they had so many great goal songs there mm-hmm. and that gwen stefani song was one of them i will take that to all time um the uh michael jackson or the jackson five abc one two three yeah. uh hey hey hockey town is just legendary and i gotta be honest i don't even know what the goal song is this year i don't think we have one man is it just the horn i, I, I don't remember I, one i'm I going to look it up of celebrating our one goal year okay ethan has a theory and i i don't i they have a song it's faintly playing but go ahead What's the song? I can't hear it. I can't oh, hear okay. it. Okay, so like, well, my theory is that we don't have a goal song 
or like I we genuinely like, we could have a game winning song, but like I I don't think that it's as amplified as it once was because of the fact that our team is so bad and we score between one to two goals a game on average that we don't have this because it doesn't matter. I don't think that makes any sense. We stink. So when we, when we have a good team again, yeah, we're going to fire up a nice juicy, healthy goal song and winning and game winning song that by all means, everybody's going to absolutely love when, when LCA is not packed with 13,000 people a night, you know, you know, to me, what this take is the equivalent of is people saying that Johnny Manziel is, is going to go play in Vegas. Really? You know? it's yes. That, is that ridiculous? Yes. It's just like, come on, dude. Like, I don't, what do you think, Scott? I think it's dumb. I don't. I don't think it's that far fetched. I don't think it's Manziel to Vegas far fetched. Well, no, 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 no. not like... not not right now. But like, remember when he got cut by the Browns and everybody yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, "Where's yeah. he gonna go?" Oh, I imagine you go to Las Vegas. Like, <laughs> you're just, I don't think you're, it's... you are a simpleton. I mean, Use like, bro, you you have to realize this is a don't team that, that whose whose curly fries deal went from a hat trick to three goals scored as a team. You have to yeah, realize that's the team we're talking about. They had a goal horn last year, though. They had a goal horn, or they had a goal song the year I before. Never said that. we didn't. Have... All right. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know when the Arby's deal was changed, so like I can't, I can't. It was like changed that. four years ago when the team started sucking. Okay, and now well we're then, in the same place as we were four years ago, and it's like, hey, let's turn down this goal song a little bit because it's our first goal <laughs> in the third period with five minutes left. Oh, thank God we're playing the Gwen Stefani song. Like we're not gonna play that song. Because we're down. Five I don't think it's that far fetched. I'm not saying it's accurate. I'm just saying. I don't Why think would it's we that play a goal song when we're losing a game for nothing and we score our first <laughs> goal of the game in the fourth in the third period? What is the point? That's how professional sports work. That's why that's why when Deshaun Watson <laughs> took a knee on Thanksgiving Day to put a stake in Matt Patricia's heart and they walked out to midfield. Well, guess what? He took a knee on second down. You know what happened when the players and coaches were walking out to meet each other? It's third. Down. Well, that's the Lions' problem. The Red Wings do it better than the Lions. I disagree. All right, and they we're, know to got, just we get rid of their stupid goal that. song because um, it doesn't make a difference because we're gonna lose seventy-five <laughs> percent of the time. We really gotta keep moving here. Uh, I'm gonna say John Merrill saying, or wait, no, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a two for here. Number one, and I honestly truly believe that this might be one of the if not the best like non hockey play related moment of the year is Bobby Ryan literally saying Steve Eiserman. It's a great interview. That is that, you know, so that was, that was going at the beginning of the year as well. And right when we are, like I said before, before or after they turn the goal horn down. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, that was right before, or you got, no one knew. All right, brain, <laughs> think about it. Think about what I was going to say. Okay, I got it. So that was that was right when we still had hope, and we're seeing where Eisenman is going to take this team. And yeah. we're thinking this, saying like, "All right, thank God, this is the our first, as I said before, foyer into the Eisenman era, and we're excited about it." And when we get this phenomenal interview with Bobby Ryan. And it is him saying he came here because of him. 
And that's just yet another reason why we should be absolutely excited and not listen to Pat Caputo about how sad this team is. And genuinely look forward to the future. And I understand this year, once again, wasn't phenomenal for us, but we, uh, we weren't the worst team in the league already. So like I, I, that, that interview alone and him saying Steve Eisman is a reason why I came to Detroit is a huge reason to be optimistic. And that's a great sure. pick by you. Uh, just to go on to that, John Merrill saying Victor in that, I don't know if, I don't know if it was a TikTok or like what, where that video, like even like originated. I think the Red Wings posted it. As okay. A- Victor. Yeah. <laughs> Tough guy, so huh? funny, not bro. really. So funny, <laughs> tough guy, huh? Not really. Okay, Victor. I really, I really <laughs> hope we see him back this year. I do too. I, I, I so enjoying him. So good. Oh, that's such uh, a great video. All right, we gotta, we gotta keep moving. So, who's got uh, Scotty? Give me one. I think like w- one of my uh, biggest ones was just uh, the the Tim Peel thing happening on a Wings game. <laughs> yeah. I think was like sick. Like. We are yeah. obviously we have had a, a massive lack of uh, like national media attention over the last five years. So being kind of like, you know, kind of depending on your opinion on it kind of sucks that that dude lost his job or whatever. But like it was kind of sweet that it happened during a Wigs game. I don't know. I just thought that was like kind of a cool moment. Do you, do you guys ever think about how lucky the NHL is that the Red Wings were the benefactor of the conspiracy that played out because if that was like a penguins game oh yeah or big time toronto toronto even like edmonton like any, if mcdavid yes, was on the ice anybody, like they're hosed bro anybody hosed. but the red wings there was no there was no like the nhl's in on this the nhl is like right the NHL because it's the red wings team. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nope i i love that 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 whole part they of the lucked discussion out so many just, times just completely left out of the uh left out of the discourse there they lucked out too because it was uh the dude was retiring in two months yeah Yeah. (laughs) like they lucked out on like eight different levels in that situation maybe that they that was a planned leak the nhl set them up yeah big time never know i I just felt bad because i was like that ended up being his last game of his career. Yeah, yeah. tough. I feel, I feel, I honestly feel worse for Tim Peel because, as if makeup calls don't happen in professional sports. Yeah, Can every we, sport. And and just the fact that he was caught on Mike saying it, and they're just like, oh, God, get rid of him. That oh, never happened. He's not even in our organization anymore. It's like, all right, all right. And NHL classic being NHL and overreacting to absolutely everything and canning it. But whatever. That's just uh, my shitty opinion. Another thing too that too that also sucked for Tim Peel was that uh, he was he also like his his other defining moment like he could have just ridden off into the sunset at the end of the year but this moment caused everybody to bring up the other defining moment of his career which is the time that he got hit in the nuts on a dumping and accidentally scored on Roberto Luongo. One yes. of, one of the best bloopers in NHL history. Yes, absolutely. Just simply phenomenal. Um, Please look it up if you don't. Know. <laughs> All right, I got to talk to the folks about Wealthfront real quick. We got more uh, great memories. We haven't even gotten to a lot of the best ones, frankly. Uh, On the other side of this break, stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading could be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, then you should open up a Wealthfront investment account. Today, investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They've got the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a 
portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. Do you know what any of that means? I certainly don't. Wealthfront is going to help me figure it out, though. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. That's billion with a B. You can get your first $50,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash lockdown NHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do that work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash lockdown NHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash lockdown NHL to start growing your savings Wealthfront.com slash lockdown NHL to get started today. Also, got to talk to the folks today about betonline.ag. Uh, as the NHL playoffs approach, I'm thinking about sprinkling uh, sprinkling some futures on some teams, maybe picking a new team to root for as we go through these playoffs. Just a little wet the beak action. Just try to get paid a little bit. Just try to have a little, uh, make the stakes a little more interesting come playoff time since the Red Wings aren't going to be there. And Bet Online lets me do all of that. They've got all the latest news, all the odds, and all the info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next puck drop, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus. When you use our promo code Lockdown at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Here's Ernie busting through. Adam Ernie right in, scores! Adam Ernie, it's four to three, Detroit. He's got his tenth goal of the season. Uh, righty, boys. Segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Go follow My us turn. on Twitter at lo underscore Red Wings. Uh, we've got lots of good stuff happening on there. I don't want to be uh, keep Ethan waiting any longer, so let's get right into it. I'm going to take. Every single game between April 1st and April 15th, when Adam Ernie had a one point per game point streak. Yeah. And it Woo! was electric. I want to, I want to uh, throw something out this, there. Wait, the- wait, this, this man made an extra million dollars on his next contract off of this eight game point streak. Incredible. Yeah. I think so. uh, So, we, this something we should talk about. I don't know how it hasn't like been brought up yet. His first goal of the season was that insane coast to coast goal against Nashville. I, there had, I, I wonder like if that was like a Space Jam moment. You know, like he like he gets all of his powers from that Ernie secret stuff move. And then like that that turns him into a completely different person. I I thought his entire eight game point streak was a. Yeah. But was this was that. his first goal of the year. Like. Maybe this was, every this was the birth Adam of Ernie that. point. Yeah. Every single Adam space Ernie jam point. moment. Yeah. Every single Ernie. Point. Well, no, like this, this was, this was him like being at the game, you know, like before, like he had to have before the game or something, maybe like Ben in like this Pavel Datsuk's old stick was, was left in there or something like that. You know, I, I like know. this. Paul this is Boyer, super Paul Boyer's like, I don't know where this came from here, kid. He like tosses it to Adam Ernie and he's like, oh, Paul, I'm on the team. And he's like, oh, he yeah. looks at it while the music plays. Yeah. He's like, whoa. And he just like feels it go through him. And then he, and then he comes out. Yeah. Yeah. 
he's like flexing it. Make me like Pavel. No. <laughs> he's taping it up. Giving him a little no, kisses. he's got to use Soft the same kisses. tape. Yeah. Yeah. He's just taped it before. There you go. go. It's just an entire uh, brick of uh, wax on there. Make sure it doesn't come off. (laughs) Just like an inch thick. (sighs) Um, Am I up? Yes. You got anything on Adam Ernie, Scott? Anything you wanted to add about? I I love Adam Ernie. That's all I got. Incredible. Yep. I'm I'm all in on the. on the Red Wings goal scoring leader, right? If you only count goals scored on the wings, I think he still ended at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Because right, right? I, I think yeah, so. I don't think yeah. Caught him. yeah. Yeah. I don't even uh, care. That, that's 100% a fact. That's unreal. Unreal. I'm going to go a little bit off the board here. Uh, this was a recurring moment throughout the season. But uh, just getting on Twitter the day after a, a shit kicking loss and seeing highlights of Mo Sider just tossing people around over in Sweden. You know, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, just getting reminded of the, the Red Wings game from the night before. And all of a sudden Mo Sider's just tossing people around. And then he adds like two points, you know, I, w- I, w- I would go with that. And, and Berggren, like Mo Sider and Jonathan Berggren did a lot for morale this season, more than they'll ever know. Yeah. De- like the, the Bergen Bergen was much less uh highlight fueled like uh anticipation. Um Bergen was much like I I check his stats on hockey db and it's like all right, cool, he's still he's still a point per game. Oh, he's still mm-hmm. a point per game. Like that for for me, like he was much more that, but cider was just has is has been Cronwall not even 2.0, he's been Cronwall 5.0 in the SHL this year. And even for Eisman to say at the end of this year, like based off of his physicality and how he has been this year, he's ready for the NHL next year. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's next year is really going to be the turn of the page, the turning of the cha- the page, opening a new book, you know, <laughs> opening, starting like starting, starting a, new, a chapter. new series on Netflix. Like it's going to be that to the Red Wings. For sure. us bringing in players that Eiserman has drafted and developed. It's like sitting down for a meal. Yes. It's like it's getting going, in your car going and going a for a drive. Yes. yes. It's yes. trying a new uh, a new movie genre. Mm. <laughs> it is um, it's, uh, hanging a different going, type of art on your wall. Thank you. It, that's another good one. It's yeah. like getting a it's like getting a waterbed. Yes. <laughs> or new sheets. Of course. With a high thread count. It's like buying uh, LED lights for all of your lamps and ceiling lights. Yeah. I'm losing, I'm putting putting new batteries in your Xbox controller. Oh, that's, that might, that's a winner. That might be the so best too. one. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, Scott, you're next. <laughs> uh, the uh, the Giovanni Smith How Hattie. Yeah. He's really high up there for me. He's he's uh, probably my favorite player on the team, to be honest. Uh, I got his sweater not too long after that game. Uh, just uh, an awesome, awesome game moment. I wish wish we could have seen a little bit more out of him um, in Detroit this year, but had a great year down in uh, in Grand Rapids too, and I think he's going to get a lot more playing time next year. So The uh, bonus to that is the um, that photo of him like, oh, yes. smiling after the goal. Uh, and yes. the mouth guard is in the shape of his missing tooth. 
that's just like an all-time great photo beaming smile absolutely love that one um that's a really good one what do you got ethan it's my turn okay um taking it back early in the season eventually we're just gonna like have to start running through (laughs) i know larks larks smacking bertuzzi on the ass yeah yeah that overtime timer yep that was that's a it's a it's a gift that still lives to this day and that win was hype absolutely love it that win was hype because it made it made him 500 like after four games which was like really that early like season yeah it was it was was like an ironic like we're 500 but like at the same time was that the off the tip yeah was that twosie scoring the goal on the the rush yeah Yeah. okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that that was an Um, all-timer for sure yeah and then uh just a smack it on the butt shout out uh caitlin she always quote tweeted that that tweet of the gift that we tweeted. yes after every win after every win yes um I'm going to go with uh, the the Jacob Verona's first goal um, with the wings. Uh, the, he gets the breakaway pass from Gustav Lindstrom. I, I, I will actually, I will preface this by saying Anthony Mantha has a great start with the Washington Capitals. Um, we have to wait a couple days to see Jacob Verona. We're playing the Blackhawks who are, uh, have, have kind of owned the Red Wings this year. Um, and, Jacob Verona comes out of the penalty box, gets a breakout pass from Gustav Lindstrom. And just if, if there was ever a goal scorer's goal, like just as pure, the, the release, the, there was no move. Like he, it was just like, Holy shit. This guy's unbelievable at hockey. Yeah. Big time. It was one of the cleanest, most beautiful things I've ever seen. Just snipe uh, right in the corner. You know, for for me, it's like the Verona thing. It's not even just that game. It's the he's put up eleven points in eleven games since he's been on the right on the Red Wings. Yeah, yeah. the guy's phenomenal. Like we mm-hmm. won the trade. Oh my god, hand over feet, hand over head, hand over like I, I like the <clears throat> amount of things I could say. The guy is absolutely phenomenal at hockey. He's playing for a contract. We're gonna give him a bridge deal, and he's gonna continue to play for a contract. He's gonna be phenomenal for us. And that's, that's all I have. <laughs> top it off with the fact that i really haven't heard anything about anthony Mantha in a couple in a, in a while um, shocker shocker he got comfortable <laughs> got complacent oh, man. um the, like another really quick like the valeno goal was obviously fun that was a little oh, more yeah. recent and then we've talked about recently the 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 i am so for nolan's idea of making mickey redmond leading LCA in Piano Man every single night, uh, every home game, like every a, Saturday. Uh, no, a, just just Saturday nights. Sure, yeah, fine, whatever. As it's long as it happens all the time, I love it. I think it Wait. would be like, oh, it's our thing, whatever. I, I, so yes, that's up there. Wait, hold on, we're still workshopping this in between the second and third periods when it's actually like nine o'clock on a Saturday, and there it you go. gets everybody fired up for the. They third. all say it together. Let's go! Yes. It's like it's like it's like um in uh in you know born and raised in South Detroit everybody screams together exactly. everybody says the the nine o'clock on a Saturday. Part Ethan, together. I don't know. I'm sure you didn't listen to Monday's episode, but I proposed this on on the show that Mickey Redmond every Saturday night game at LCA starting next season to lead to like do like a take me out to the ball game type of sing along that is led by Mickey in the Fox Sports Detroit booth between the second and third period. Like a take me um, out to the ball game type thing. 
Yeah, yes. where he's like leaning yeah, out like, the window. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, the whole crowd into it. Yeah, and like everybody's turning around looking at Mick, you know, and singing yes. along with him, and it just I gets it. the yeah. place electric <laughs> for the third. I I'm one hundred percent on board with that. Yep, yep. It's hard not to be. Uh, unfortunately, we have to get somebody uh, Bally Sports Detroit to sign off on that, and I don't really have those connections. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> we're just gonna finish these up real quick. Bobby Ryan becoming the most prolific goal scorer in Red Wings history. Uh, I think that was the game where he, he said Steve Eiserman. Um, yeah, I think it was. Uh, but he, I can't, I honestly, at this point, it was like four goals in three games. It was like no Red Wing has ever done that. And uh, it was just incredible. Um, Wierenski and Larkin going at it. And just just the, the hilarity yeah, that, that ensues whenever they do anything because everybody just brings up the whole roommate at Michigan. Hey, did you guys know they were roommates and best friends? Yeah. Um, you guys know that Larkin uh, set tickets aside for his parents before the game? It's crazy. <laughs> it's like Stafford and, and Kershaw. Yeah, it's like every exactly. time they play together, exactly. it's brought up a million times. 100%. Um, <laughs> any that we might have missed. I think we I think we got everything on the list. I think we got everything we wanted to talk about, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, at some point we'll do a worst moments of the season. We'll make that like fun though. It'll be more like tongue in cheek. Um, yeah, that's maybe right up my alley. Most comically bad. Yeah. yeah actually, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan will have a good list for this putting one. Together this episode. <laughs> yeah, have a good list the, the top, give me like a week in advance for that. Comically bad moments <laughs> of the season. Yeah. And <laughs> Sam Gagner's three goals. <laughs> It's on both lists. It's just, it, the entire list is just every good thing that every time yeah. Sam Gagne scored. Yep. This episode, all three of us have to get introduced with with <laughs> hi, thanks, glad to be here. How you doing? Yeah, right. Uh, oh man. Uh, all right. Well, we got to duck out of here. Locked on today. Check out the Locked On Today podcast. Do the New York Knicks have what it takes to go on a playoff run? Get more of the sports news you need in less time. The Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, hopefully with Ted Coffin. If not, we'll be doing our own thing. Um, or I might not be. I have no idea. I'm going on vacation. Uh, I think they'll figure it out. Um, Since when? Um <laughs> I think that's all. I think that's all I got for you guys. Again, I say this, I've said this like three, four times now, but thank you for uh, sticking with us this season. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, You have not stuck with us. You make like 40% of the episodes. Um, (laughs) The, uh, you know, just getting to, just getting to post new episodes every day. Like that's cool. Uh, Hearing the feedback on Twitter, hearing all that stuff from you guys, we got more great stuff coming up uh, on the way. Lots of draft coverage, lots of draft preview type stuff, lots of off-season outlook type stuff. So subscribe, stick with us, and uh, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.